0: Just when you thought that WCW couldn't get any worse, this fucking happens. It's the pay-per-view that dares to say that God is dead. And it was Hulk Hogan that killed him. It's WCW Halloween Havoc 1995. This is nothing good.
1: Welcome back to yet another episode of Nothing Good, Part Two of Halloween Havoc, 1995. <laughs> it's never even <gonna> <laughs> Thank you guys for. If, I it? hope that you know if you're listening to this episode, and you didn't listen to the first one. Go back and listen to the first what one. What are you
0: doing?
1: Like, why? I don't know why you listen to a part two before part one. Some gotta, are, are you weird sociopath? Like that. What's that, wrong with
0: you? That's those motherfuckers that when Pizza Hut came out with the stuffed crust pizza <laughs> that said you can eat it, crust. They spray. actually did. They're the it. ones like, oh shit. All bets are off. <laughs> yeah, those people are weird. there's the same people that come up to you at a party like, you know, you can kill someone in international waters, right? Yeah, And they're like, yeah, cool. Sweet. You've met those people, haven't you? Um, you know, uh, we have mutual friends that have those kinds of... If they they come up to you at a party, they're either going to tell you that or they're going to be like, I have an amazing investment opportunity.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got a couple and of ours. At
0: that moment, I wish that they would describe
1: a murder. <laughs> Did you um,
0: hypothetically,
1: so the previous episode, which is now officially in the archives, ah! uh, we talk about you know wrestling in 1995. And it we was a whole thing. We go through kind of like the first match, and it takes us an hour. We, we got there for quite a while, so we're gonna try something different with this second part
0: here. We're, <laughs> Not gonna, go we're gonna try to get to the fucking thing, <laughs> but before we do, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: we gotta set the mood though because it's a part two,
1: yeah, which means a second beer. Doc, why don't you tell us what we're drinking? Uh, oh boy! So this one, uh, same brewery, spooky, uh, as the last episode, uh, Alician, uh and this one is the Dark O the Moon, a pumpkin stout. Pumpkin stout. Um, and it is uh, seven point set easy for me, seven point five percent alcohol. There you go. Uh, it's got uh, pumpkin stout with chocolate and cinnamon, so it sounds really good. It sounds very fun. Never had it, so let's give it a shot. Let's give it a
0: thing. Cheers to you. Cheers. Here's my favorite part of the
1: episode when I listen to myself drink. Least favorite part. I can't even enjoy the beer because I can I could hear you like tongue fucking that bottle. <laughs> and it's not pleasant.
0: Just talking about not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> that beer tried to force its way into places, and the beer shouldn't go.
1: Okay, so ah. now I'm going to try the beer with consent. Okay.
0: <sighs> That's my favorite way to take beer.
1: Without consent? No, with
0: consent. <laughs> no. What do you think? I'm a fucking monster? <laughs> oh my God. Oh boy. All right, try it. It's bold.
1: You know what? <clears throat> there it is. So as the 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 oh God, what the fuck was it called? The the previous beer, uh the night owl. Uh whereas like the, yes. dun, 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 mm. um so the previous beer, <laughs> the night owl, whereas like the cinnamon and everything, like was on the back end still, but like way faster. Like you mm. got it faster but on the back end this one the cinnamon like it's there it's way more muted yeah takes a while to come out and though. it's a, it takes way longer for me to catch it for sure but it's good yeah it is well, good. it's halloween
0: havoc 95 it's halloween in real life we <laughs> gotta get, get liquored hand. up to talk about gotta, this <laughs> listen, we have, it gets so much worse
1: You're really does. so
0: much more but before we get into Halloween Havoc, last thing. So we mentioned at the end of the last episode that there were some preliminary matches that mm, happened yeah. before this pay-per-view. we only mentioned it because there's two really interesting ones. Now, these happen on WCW Main Event, which was a syndicated program that they taped in-house before the pay-per-view. Uh, and those matches are as follows. Match number one, Eddie Guerrero opens the show by defeating the Disco Inferno.
1: Eddie in fucking Guerrero's on this show. We Eddie, don't get to see it. We
0: don't, he's here in WCW, and he's not on this show. Instead, we get literally 25 minutes of DDP and Mark Marrow, <laughs> and yeah. at least 45 minutes of talking about monster trucks yeah. without the monster trucks ever happening. Yeah. But we can't get Eddie Guerrero on this show. Mm. We also, thankfully, didn't get Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, rest in peace, mm. taking on the Renegade.
1: Woo, man! I'm glad we missed that one.
0: Yeah, Paul Wunderlich beat him in a minute and 22. So Thank God. Everybody said so Paul Wunderlich. There is, is a merciful God. If, if if Mr. Wonderful would have had his way, that match would end in a minute and 20 seconds earlier. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happened. It happened. But the match of all these preliminary matches that I wish I could have seen <clears throat> that yeah. the tape exists out there. Apparently, Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko defeated. Lord Steven Regal, that's right, and Bobby, Bobby Eaton. fucking
1: Eaton, rest in peace, goddamn. In a damn it. tag
0: team match. Oh, do you tell me that's not the
1: best match to have in front of these people? on I'm pretty confident that should have opened the show. Yeah, just start with it. Just like, get I, it? Is the, who who's sitting around? Well, Kevin Sullivan, who's sitting yeah. around? <laughs> and and looking Glad at I. like the matches and going, now nah, we don't need this one on the show. Nah, these okay, guys well, never worked in Florida. Right well, first of all, yeah. You, oh, for fuck's sake! First of all. Bobby Eaton and look and I'm not gonna pretend like I've been a big Bobby Eaton fan my whole life or my you know as a wrestling fan. I only within the last like four years really discovered Started Bobby. Started appreciate Eaton. what he did. And got, listen, I can't. There actually is no word I can think of right now. I'll say the goddamn. Dude, How was good so he was. Good. Incredible. at What he did. Incredible. And like and the thing about Bobby Eaton, he made it look effortless. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. He didn't make it like okay like I, I mean I'm a big mark for Bret Hart and you know, but Bret would make it look like he was trying. If that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. Bobby Eaton, I'm not saying it didn't, look like he was, it didn't look like he was phoning it in or anything like that, but I it know. looked like it was so natural t- to him to do everything that he did. Like it wasn't like, it was, he was effortless. Was, uh, yeah, he was so sure. smooth. That's it. He was so smooth in the ring. That Alabama jam? get the fuck out of no, here! No, dude, it was incredible, ahead of its time.
0: Midnight Express goes without saying, and then his run yeah. uh, as as just generally so many different tag team partners. But no, either as the Blue Bloods here with Regal, yeah, right. Then you got the Dangerous Alliance. Yeah, I mean, he was mentored to a lot of top guys, right? So super awesome. But oh man, I would have given literally. Half of this show, up I would give up several matches for to, this just to have
1: this match. This match should have opened and had been 25 minutes. We get Kevin Sullivan in four to five segments Ugh. on this show,
0: and no disrespect because Kevin Sullivan has his merits. yes, yeah,
1: but he didn't wrestle on the fucking
0: show. No, he doesn't wrestle on the show, and instead, we this match is in none of those segments, no, <laughs> does not happen. Uh, so always going to be a little bit uh disappointed. And you said you couldn't even find I, I, these matches. I when I saw the preliminary card, you best you believe that I went looking for this match. (laughs) Could not find it anywhere because since, it might have been on the network, but since the migration to Peacock, Mm. uh, everything, there's no, there is no WCW main event. They don't have the weird syndicated version of uh, that whole, their Superstore stuff, so. Right. And then in the final match in which we're just going to go, Sergeant Craig Pickman beat VK Wall Street, a.k.a. IRS, a.k.a. Mike Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt's dad.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean I'm sure that match wasn't bad. I'm sure it was. Neither bad. of those guys are bad
0: wrestlers. No, I'm sure it's just following the a a match that is hypothetical because I've never seen it between Malenko and Benoit versus Regal
1: and Eaton. Oh my god. Like how does anything follow that? Wait a minute. H- hold on. Let me let me backtrack with you a little yeah. bit here. That that tag team match, was yeah. that for a title? Nope. There was no tag team title match on that show. There is no tag team
0: title match. It anyone. just fucking
1: occurred to they, me. They don't even mention who the tag team champion.
0: I are. don't even know who they are. It might have been no. Steiners for a while. Because, know. He, well, I mean, uh, let's put it so we well, have maybe, maybe we King. have the Blue Bloods, uh, in some way or another. We have the Blue Bloods, uh, Malenko and Benoit. We have uh, the Dungeon of Doom. We have a re, uh, spoiler alert for later in the show: a reunited uh, four horsemen, or three of the four horsemen. We have a lot and we have one of the Road Warriors are all on the show and none of them anyone on that show are mentioned being the WCW tag team champions.
1: So it's got to be the Steiners or the Booker team. Or, yeah, in, See, and the Harlem it's, Heat. Rather. Yeah,
0: it's almost certainly got to be the Steiners or I'm not going to google it because I don't want to know. But it's it's got to be the Steiners or Harlem Heat. Yeah. But it, it's odd that
1: they didn't have it. There's no tag team title match that they're
0: not on the show. Interesting. The nasties were in WCW at this time too.
1: Well, no one talks about that.
0: No, but I think they were actually. I think they they won the championships at some points. So and mm-hmm. there's a possibility that they were. There's in. a
1: whole sidebar about
0: the Nasty Boys that I will not go into. I really uh, love to spend as little time in my life as possible talking about Hulk Hogan's friends. Now, it's too late for that. Yeah, <laughs> the Nasty Boys. I separate that into into one particular thing. In I believe it was my one of my favorite WrestleManias ever, WrestleMania 7, where the Nasties fought the Heart Foundation.
1: Right For a second, I thought you said, Fuck the Heart Foundation. No. And I went, I no. don't know if I saw that show. <laughs> no. <laughs> Saturday night's made a <laughs> Event. Hey, Brian, are you ready to get nasty?
0: So, oh, oh. Could you just imagine Brian and Jim and Anvil just screaming at each other? No. For five yes. Minutes? Actually, yeah. I can't. Feel like that's on TV somewhere, but what that them and that feud and that match it was the best match they ever had. But other mm-hmm. than that, I generally regard, regard Brian Knobbs as Hulk Hogan's friend first, yeah. so it's difficult for me to kind of separate those from my affinity or like therefore of Hogan. So agreed so those are the preliminary matches that we don't get to see so we shouldn't talk about them any longer than we yeah, already have right.
1: all, all, only only that that tag team match should have been on the show It should
0: absolutely 100%, 100% should have been the damn baby fact. <laughs> you had the same you had the same reaction i did like what match was on the preliminary show I'm like what huh and we didn't get it Who, who's in charge of this shit oh Kevin's my Oliver. god so yeah so so anyway previous segment was ddp and mark Marrow. yeah uh, after that we go back to the announcers now here's how they explain the rules To the sumo truck, it's (laughs) important not to pay attention to the rules in this segment because they'll ask the rules. I I, I went back and looked at this. They'll ask the rules during the actual sumo event, Mm -hmm. and it's different than the Shivani. Really? Yeah. They say they're going to be chained together uh, and that you have to push someone out of the circle twice twice. I thought it was only oh because it was only ended up being once. Yeah, and they were, they were welded together by yeah. the time. So somehow in the course of getting towards two hours from now,
1: getting to a pre-recorded segment that has already happened. <laughs> they they've already get it right. fucked it up. <laughs> get it right. I'm telling you, it WCW will WCW all over the
0: place. Oh man, you once told me that Nick uh, Vince McMahon can fuck up a wet dream. It's like WCW, I like they make that look effortless. Mm-hmm then they make it absolutely look super effortless. So anyway, the announcers—they uh, they, they have the
1: Bobby eating a fucking shit up. Oh man, <laughs>
0: they can't look. Keenan's effortless. trying. Shivani's just doing the best with for being completely emotionally checked out already in
1: '95, which is saying
0: something. Yeah, uh, they try to get over the monster trucks. It's ridiculous. I mean, we're not really—it's monster trucks. And a, and a, the concept of pro wrestling is people fighting. And now we're gonna take a pro wrestling thing in and then have them fight with monster trucks. Such Which is a terrible a, idea. Excuse me, a whole fucking thing. But anyway, uh so they're gonna throw to the ring. And wouldn't you know who
1: comes out? The Zodiac. You mean the butcher? The butcher. You mean the the barber Bruce Barber beefcake? Uh, yeah. Or oh, you I mean, mean the Booty Man. The, I mean, also mean the disciple. Oh fuck! Which one is he now? God damn it! <laughs> the, man- the many gimmicks of Beefcake. Like, wait a minute! Look, there are some people who truly benefit from being friends with Hulk Hogan. Yeah,
0: then number one. Then
1: there is Bruce Beefcake. Yeah. There's Ed Ed Leslie, who absolutely has benefited on every fucking level, and this is no shade. Listen, listen. If I were you. I had to tell the same goddamn thing. Oh. You? Listen, that dude wrestled. This match was a minute and 30 seconds, and he made bank for it.
0: Let me just say that if you... uh, Let's just take it out of wrestling. If you had a job where concerts were part of your job, and knowing that I'm your best friend, that I could go to your company's biggest concert of the year and headline that show with you just because I'm your friend, I'd do it. Right? I'd do it in a heartbeat. That's why Brutus the Barber fucking Beefcake main evented Starcade against Hulk Hogan. That's the main event of their biggest show of the year. Mm. <laughs> That's like, you know, like, I can't even put a perspective. <laughs> Was it Ric Flair available? Fuck. Like, what? Triple H, for all the shit he gets and handpicking his own feuds mm-hmm. and his own programs, uh, at least when he wrestled, like, Sheamus, who's his friend, right. right? They had the decency to do it in the middle of the car. Right?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not lying. No. I mean, shit. Like, look, 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 look. Uh, and, and I and I don't... I'm not a, a vindictive, mean-spirited person. So you can vouch. He's not. So, and, 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 like, should I say about this is, like, this has nothing to do with the human being that is at Leslie. I don't know him. I, I, I'm sure he's a good guy. I don't fucking know and I don't I don't know one way or the other. But this shit? Yeah. Like the disciple, the butcher, mm-hmm. the boo boo bo- boo bo- boo bo- boo 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 man, the fucking barber, the fucking zodiac.
0: The man who has no name.
1: Oh fuck, I forgot about what is this? And like how does he get away with it? <laughs> <laughs> because
0: nobody cares because he's
1: not so. Wait, he's, he came he's in so
0: generally unforgettable that they could on the WCW populace pull him out and send him in with a new gimmick the month later and nobody cares.
1: So he came in originally as the butcher or the booty man, as the booty man, the booty man, brother, brood brother, brother, brood Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So there was, there was Brutus the barber beefcake, there was Brutus beefcake, right? Then he became the Brutus barber, the barber beefcake. That's right. Then he leaves and goes to WCW. Uh, uh, at first, parasailing accident in WrestleMania goes with hogan and he's brother brood Eye. then after that he becomes the butcher then after the butcher he becomes the booty man <laughs> then after the booty man he gets hit in the head or something and becomes the man with no name mm-hmm. and that lets kevin sullivan brainwash him into becoming the zodiac
1: and the coolest he's ever been is the disciple oh yeah a single that that was I was, didn't even know that was him for years. It 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 because it, it didn't look
0: like I him. thought said it was like the homeless guy. Because he didn't from, uh, from he didn't talk. Happy Gilmore.
1: He didn't talk. He didn't. He dropped the stunner. He dropped the. I remember that and it was so weird. Mm-hmm. But he looked like a badass. Like he, he act the disciple looked like an. You know what? The disciple should have been with the original group. Like a like in the beginning. He if only yeah. if only because he, he would have
0: fit perfectly. Just saying nothing and looking like a badass
1: rodeo. Yeah, man. Um, but he yeah, did. so this match has uh, Zodiac versus Randy Macho Man Savage. The match is about a minute and 30. But that's not what makes the match interesting. What makes oh,
0: them. no. So, first, before you get there, <laughs> yeah, a couple notes pre this. Oh, I'm sorry for scrolling because, uh, uh, you know, my notes are so big that it keeps trying to jump to other spots. The last spot I typed. Um, So, Beefcake comes out. The Zodiac's music is. Ray Mysterio. Mysterio. Yeah. Fuck. Absolutely. And it's funny, because that's the song I hear when I hear the the Zabisco heat mm-hmm. and recap in my head. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, no, no, no. Ray. I wait, 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 is that? Right? And then, 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 yes, no. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I, there is no level that properly does it justice to hearing a thing and thinking, you're about to get fucking Ray Mysterio. And instead of Rey Mysterio, you get the fucking <laughs> Brutus Beefcake. You
1: get the fucking Zodiac. You do. So With he the weirdest check. haircut I've ever seen.
0: Not having looked at any of the card, other than what the main event announced matches before we start was, mm-hmm. uh, I was not aware that the person who wrestles him is the fucking Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, man. Yeah. And when that music hit, that place went ape shit, And I yelled out loud because it's like, oh, my God. The Macho Man is an oasis mm-hmm. in the fucking he's hell. It's the first of big WCW. star of the show you see. Oh, and he comes out. And he's over, and and you know what? I uh, I don't like a lot of WCW music, and I think it's most of it's knockoffs. I even I have blown past my knockoffs music we've heard so far at this mm-hmm. at this point.
1: Uh, but I like Savage's WCW. I thing. mean, if I had to pick, I picked the OG, obviously. Oh, sure. But they did it justice. Yeah. You know the guitar, it, it does get you a little pumped. You're like, all right, all right. You know, I, I'll give it. We don't talk about the what up Mach. We don't do that. Nope. That didn't happen. And, and, and. That whole Macho Man period didn't happen. Cause fuck that.
0: No, it was weird. That
1: I don't was know. real fucking. He's weird. He's basically bonesaw
0: without being bonesaw. He was
1: like, he was trying to be younger than he was, and I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah,
0: and I, he was still good, but it, I think Savage. Uh, I I think he would uh, agree that that he should have left before that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, he should have probably went out on top as babyface
1: late '90s and then call it. When call it. when when do you think Macho should have called it? And you're look, I know you and I are both Macho Man fans, and I think there there's got to be if look like if, if you're a wrestling fan, if you're a real wrestling fan, but I feel like most wrestling fans it got to be like Macho Man doesn't have to be your favorite, but like you're a fan of him on some level. When do you think he should have hung up the boots? Seriously. Because you there's a couple different periods I you mean, probably you, could have. There's
0: there's cleaner spots for it. Like I mean, WrestleMania seven, one of the greatest moments in the history of wrestling, period. If that would have been the end of the Macho man, it still would have been enough. Right. And I think his the if you ask me point blank, Wolf Pack, I say you give him you give him a good run in the Wolf Pack like he had, and he got hurt when he was in the Wolf Pack, which is why he dipped out. I think you give him a goodbye while he's in the wolf pack, he just turned back the baby face. That was super over. Uh he has to send off, and then he's in prime condition to do something maybe here and there for us, but that's that's should have been the, the call. Problem is I don't think Pride would ever let him quit before Hogan. Yeah. You know, uh at least stop making or live long enough to see Hogan run himself into the ground like he did. And then Savage It's really been. a shame.
1: Uh if I if, if um, for me uh it's a little a little earlier than that and it's and this is not because i don't think macho could go no obviously he could go macho never slowed down yeah like really no ever even like the the little cup of coffee in uh, tna he wasn't slow i mean no. he was older yeah
0: i mean he was he, he was just there for almost more storyline not the yeah. match
1: yeah but he was he was he was still macho you know but if i had if you if you had to really sit in and pick a time for macho to hang it up Honestly, man, like I'd say like ninety-six. Hogan drops the leg on him bash
0: at Bash of the Beach and Savage just says, fuck it. Maybe w- maybe challenges him one good time and then that's it.
1: Fuck it. Give him the win, man. And then yeah. and then job him out. Not job him out, but you know, him drop the title and be the, be done with it. Yeah. Because at that stage in my mind, Randy Savage has nothing Randy Poffo has nothing to prove. Nothing. He is he has been on every level of the card, mm-hmm. he has been a perennial intercontinental champion. Mm-hmm. He's been a heavyweight champion and Twice. one of the most lucrative fucking feuds in WWF history. Absolutely. One of the biggest grossing WrestleMania of all time. one of the time. most famous wrestling feuds ever. One of the most intense and well thought out and well performed. One of the greatest angry performers of all time. One of the most notable characters of all time. Both yeah. a legend, a hall of famer, and icon. Mm-hmm. Honestly, at that point, Oh, fuck, you're good, man. You could do anything you want now.
0: Ah, <sighs> but uh because he chose the millions of
1: dollars. <clears throat> I mean, who wouldn't? Right? <laughs> and for for a company that didn't really
0: tour very much, if ever, right? And you weren't certainly obligated to make those dates. Mm-hmm. Uh and you still got paid every time you showed up, you got paid every week, whether you went to work or
1: not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't say no to guaranteed money, man. Uh-uh. No, who really among us would say no
0: to guaranteed money? But Savage here in ninety five was super excited to see it. Super excited because I forgot. I go, oh my God! Yes, Macho Man, and then I realized this is peak Slim Jim Macho Man. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, this is like when you think about Macho Man and Slim Jim shit, you're picturing him in this era. Snap into to snapping it, man. Snap it into a Slim Jim, and you really can't separate Halloween Havoc and Macho Man and Slim Jims for nope. like a couple of years.
1: Nope, you're it's right.
0: Incredible. Uh so the match starts, and the announcers are hyping the upcoming Lex Luger Savage match, possibly. So it's it's weird. This I feel this is proper time. I think one of the key WCW things here is here is what should be a relatively straightforward. It's not this whole storyline between him and Luger is not necessary, but yeah, it, it should be straightforward. But they find a way to to completely muck it up. <laughs> Sting and Luger were gonna okay. So, so apparently Savage and Luger were arguing, and Sting says, "Why don't you guys fight?" And Savage and Luger says, or or maybe they're fighting each other on a pay-per-view. It's weird. It's murky. It doesn't explain. Somehow, Sting gets involved in this, and now Savage and Luger have both agreed to fight members of the Dungeon of Doom. And if they win, then they get to go on to fight each other, even though there's not really any prize for it. They're just doing it to do it. Just the bragging rights. And I think the idea, though, is that there's there's a lot of... uh, like, whoever comes out on top of this is obviously going to be in line to fight Hulk Hogan. 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 Yeah. And, uh, hold on, I got, I got a note here. So, uh, and the announcers mentioned Hogan isn't happy that these three men are talking about their aspirations to be champ, and that statement probably has more truth to it than they realize. Mm. Mm. And he's just not comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the twist here in the odd storyline is that Luger doesn't think it's fair to have to wrestle twice god no don't make us watch luger wrestle twice no so sting pitches the idea that savage would wrestle twice which is awesome idea yeah he's he's he's
1: experiencing that
0: (laughs) yes uh so uh, the 95 macho man is weird because literally any other era of macho man randy savage any other time in his career after this immediately before this if someone is like i've got an idea mach why don't you wrestle twice for some reason with no prize. He'd be like, fuck that. <laughs> like, kayfabe, he'd be like, no way. Ain't happening. Not We're going go. on. Nope. But nope. here, he's like, fuck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Uh, so, immediately, the match starts hot. Yeah. Savage jumps beefcake. Um, and, it, you know, it's funny. So, okay. You said something interesting. The savage got a big pop. And he did. Because it's mm-hmm. a fucking macho man, right? But you know who got a bigger pop? <gasps> I think you know. I do know. Why don't you tell, tell, <laughs> us, tell us who makes the appearance in so, the match? So what the fuck is happening on this show, right? Full moon or something. So the match is like, I'm not even sure how many seconds in, because the match is a minute and 30. And some fucking idiot jumps the guardrail, jumps the, gets in the ring first. No, no, no. He goes, he's around the, the ringside. He, he, man, he does Did he get in the ring? Yeah. He gets in the ring. I have a, here's I think my, he's going after Savage. Here's
0: my exact write-up of the situation. Bell rings. Savage jumps Beefcake and starts working him over. And holy shit, a fan has hit the ring. And the crowd Savage. pops. That happened that fast. It's like Savage is all over him. And the referee Pee-wee can't hold him. Yeah, uh, Pee-wee's going at him. Yeah, Pee-wee's going at him. And he can't get him. He's, he's going to Savage. But he doesn't seem to be wanting to do any damage to Savage, he just wants to like kind of give a what up to the macho band. It doesn't look like... I don't know he, what the fuck you wanted he wanted to do. he gets right up on the macho Man, and the macho man shrugs him off. He completely ignores him. He does. And he bails from the ring. It's gangsta, if I may. When you think about it, uh, the, that fan ran in that ring and ran right up to Savage. And Savage was just kind enough to get out of the way... And let the let the fan the security grab the fan. Yeah. Um. Really, if think about what we know about those instances. Savage in happen. could have
1: gouged. He could have murdered
0: him. Uh, things might have gone differently if that were Scott Hall, or Kevin Nash, <laughs> or, tr- or Triple H, or Shawn Michaels, or The Revival, or Hulk Hogan, or Chris Jericho, or Eddie Guerrero, or Chris Jericho, or Rick Rude, or Triple H again, or Charles Robinson, or CM Punk, or Dean Malenko. Or psychosis, or Mike Awesome, or Vampiro, or Scott Norton, or Boff Bagwell, or Randy Savage in 1997. I was going to say Savage. Or is, Randy Savage done? in 1999. He got Just to name the few that I saw in about a second of googling this, <laughs> fans jumping the guardrail. But Savage on that one night was like, nope, and he got right out of there.
1: It's and it, it's it, it most likely because there's one is enough time in the match.
0: There's probably a good time. We ninety seconds. Uh, you know, of course. What, but, what? Who the fuck was that? I don't even know. I'm Did just, you just I, go Scottish? Because
1: that wasn't savage. I'm gonna try to do a was Scottish, that a Scottish say, savage. I'm gonna
0: try to do a Scottish. So you got a Scottish person here, and then you've got Maturin Rendi really Savage So let's that's, try together. That's, it, that's right? what you just here. The Maturin Randy Savage Cool, cool in the big time.
1: I can't do it. No, it's terrible. That sounds like a but fucking like one that that period in the 90s where like they would have like real life animals with human like people voicing oh, yeah, them. Yeah. That's like a movie that I've I've seen before. Elizabeth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. yeah, I, I feel like that dude is lucky he did not get something broken. Because He would have gone real bad. Quite frankly. And, 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 and you know who I'm not a wrestler but I know the code is you don't cross that fucking barrier man oh, in in yeah. you do it you all bets are off at that point if you get in the ring they're
0: taking you and yeah. you're going to learn real quick I mean, why seriously. you shouldn't do it cuz oh, that yeah. shit's
1: dangerous that's it's stupid it's And the it's the stupidest thing you could But uh yeah so the the and the, the crowd popped so hard for that they do because I mean, at this point they uh, the
0: the crowd hasn't realized where they are yet and they're in WCW in '95, and that all of this excitement is woefully misplaced. Uh, so Savage is out there wrestling some shitty Zodiac character. They're ready for it, and then someone jumps in the ring, and they're like, "Hell yeah!" And no, it just not go. It doesn't go very long at all. And meanwhile, to, during all of this, Heenan just starts taking the piss out of the fan. <laughs> he, he just does. starts cutting into him like a, a guy. He's got a razor. Because you know what? Heenan's an old school pro. He is, and that pisses him off. He's like this moron, Let's get this moron out of here. Just look at this all that's happening to him. I'm like, all right, Bobby, you got a cause, cause he knows. Cause Heenan, I read
1: his book. His shit was different in his day. Oh yeah, you legitimately could have got stabbed on your way to the ring. <laughs> you had to be ready. <laughs> and he, as a as a chicken shit heel, Heenan he had to watch his shit. But uh, the match was not good. Uh, it was about as good as it's gonna be for a 90 second match. No, yeah,
0: I mean beefcake, beefcakes all over the, <laughs> the beefcake. <laughs> Over all plates. over it like there's a
1: there's an image with that but we're not going to go any further No
0: with. no but i mean in a in a strict wrestling sense of the term there's classic oversellers but the thing about an overseller is they at least bother to sell while they're overselling Yeah Beefcake manages to not sell anything while being ridiculous like you kick him in the stomach he doesn't hold his stomach but his arms go out to his side he's like ha, ha 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 it's like, what is the fuck does that have to do with any Goddamn Beefcake. But he Beefcakes all over while Sa- Savage just absolutely pummels him the whole time. Yeah. Um, the announcers casually tell us that this was originally scheduled to be Savage versus Kamala. hmm And they don't know where Kamala is, and
1: now I don't want to complain about Beefcake anymore. Kamala did not want to uh, uh, put Savage over. Is that, that so what
0: he it was? Quit. That's what it
1: was. <laughs> so he quit. You don't want to put the... What the fuck, Kamala?
0: That- so he quit. You don't want to put the Macho Man over.
1: Yeah, so he decided to work Indies.
0: That went well. (laughs) Smart business decision. Uh, Zodiac hits one offensive move in 90 seconds. He, oh, two technically. He rakes the eyes and hits a snapmare. He goes up top for a middle rope splash and misses. And then uh, Savage hits a meh elbow, drops the pin on him, and uh, Macho Man wins. Uh, My rating is 1.5 idiot fans out of five.
1: Well Well played and well stated. Uh, So, next, we're uh, we're on the many times we get the hotline plugged. Yep, the first. The first. And I totally forgot about the fucking hotline. Uh, Wrestling and their hotlines was a time. It it was like, I get it. And I'm sure people did. I'm sure kids were stupid enough to convince their parents, or probably not convince their parents. They just took the fucking credit card and did it themselves. Yeah. Did you ever dial with your parents' permission on the hotline? I never dialed the hotline ever any of the WWF or WCN? No, cuz it felt like a it
0: just felt like it was a rip off. I'm sure at the time it would have been a, it was rip off. But the, you, you never did any of it for you never asked your mom or dad and they they ever said yes? No, I've never I
1: had no I'd never had an interest in it.
0: One time, WrestleMania 8, the to who would wrestle Rick Flair. You had yeah, to call in the hot, where, hotline hotline vote. And I asked my mom and she agreed as long as we voted for Roddy Piper. <laughs> and we did. That's awesome. And we watched the press conference thinking it was Roddy Piper and then when uh they announced Hulk Hogan Something in me died because at that point, uh, I was a Hulkamaniac Maniac until that moment. And I was like, but I want Roddy Piper though. Roddy Piper's clearly, clearly the one I want though. Now, blah, blah. WrestleMania 8 would be WrestleMania. We still got two great matches out of it with Piper and oh, uh, yeah. Hart and Flair and. and- Savage. Absolutely. But that's the one we well mentioned a hotline. It's the only time I've ever called a wrestling hotline.
1: So like the the, the statement or the a sentence that includes uh, uh, Hulk Hogan and you dying inside a little bit. That's not like uh, abnormal. That's very common for yeah, a lot of people. It's, it's going to keep coming up <laughs> yeah. here. A lot of this. Uh, but yeah, I said I
0: implied earlier in the intro that Hogan killed God.
1: Oh, you okay? either- <laughs> need. <laughs> Okay, well, boy, yeah. there's no response for that. That's appropriate. It <laughs> yeah, that is what it is. Uh, As you were saying. So, that yeah. That soaking. Uh, I'm, that's going to digest for a while. Uh, I didn't know, uh, watching this show, that I didn't realize that Mark Madden was a part of Tupcew that long ago. Uh, yeah, so I, I was surprised. surprised the too. heck out of
0: me, man. I didn't pick the piece that together into the second Hotline promo, where we see uh, Mike today looking f- like, So I'm going to go to it. <laughs> Mike today in 1995 <laughs> was either one of two things. He was like on a full Adams Family kick or he really listened to The Cure. And I came up with that second line and I wrote it in my notes and I said, just remind yourself to to mention Mike Tanay pulling into a WCW event in the 90s and sitting in his car listening to The Cure on loop until he worked up the courage to go in. And then he's like, don't say Hurricane Rana. Don't say Hurricane Rana, and he walked to like, "Hi, what's your name?" Hurricane Rana, <laughs> and then go back out and listen
1: to more of The Cure in his car. That's just Well he, he he had a very distinct look all his own. But yeah, I didn't realize Mark Madden. Mark Madden was I mean I knew he was a you know he was an announcer back yeah. in like the later years of WCW, but I didn't realize he was a connect to them that long, which was pretty cool. That's good for him. Yeah. Good for him.
0: But so he plugs the hotline, uh, and then he brings in Mark Marrow. <laughs> Right for a post thing, and I uh, (laughs) yes he does. Marrow cuts. Excuse me, Johnny B. But whatever, he cuts. It's Mark Marrow. I I, there's certain people I can't call them anything else than what they are on this, and Marrow is one of them. Right. Uh, I wrote down uh, a couple of lines here from this promo that I need to discuss with you. He actually says, and I quote: "DDP gave me a lot, and I took it all, Gene." (laughs) Yes, he did. Yes, he did, and yes, you did. You should be proud of yourself, and then he puts over uh, his heart. Right, Mean Gene puts over his guts and his heart, and then Marrow says this line: "I'm never gonna quit. I'm never gonna stop." He would be gone five months later, yeah. debuting for the WWF a fucking liar. <laughs> at WrestleMania 12 <laughs> in 1996.
1: I, I got a kick out of the because the, I, I took one note from this promo that I got a kick out of. Oh, I, please I, tell me it's I, the same thing. I, I, I don't. I probably not. Who knows? Uh, he kind of was talking about like, talking about the kids and. You know, believing in yourself, all that crap he kind of through. And he goes, you know, uh, <laughs> he, he's always dreamt of wearing the TV gold. <laughs> and I'm like,
0: dream bigger, motherfucker. <laughs> you set your bars low. There's like, in the grand scheme, and I love the, the, the television championship, but in the grand scheme of pro wrestling, there's, there's like getting a job in wrestling. Then there's winning the television title. Then there's becoming the manager of Golden Corral. <laughs> then there's other aspirations above it. Like, aim higher, my friend. He, I just was like, I just kind of went, oh, "That that was it, huh? You're a fucking liar. The note I have is that after he says that and he's all excited, he walks away. But for some reason, Gene Okerlund decides to just start talking to him off camera. And then he invites him back in. And then he say he makes, and he keeps talking to Mark Merrow until he invites Mark Merrow to go out drinking and karaoke And Merrow, being the baby face, agrees. And you <laughs> can see it in his face that he didn't expect this and doesn't want to. <laughs> doesn't and want then to. once he agrees, Gene says, all right, you can go now, Mark. Johnny, be bad! And, and I like this. He, he's like, he made you commit to going out later <laughs> on now, pay-per-view. Because he was going to hold him to it that he's like, night. What, what, are you too good? What, are you too good to tell me about uh, oh, Mark! It would be a real shame if somebody mentioned on the WCW hotline <laughs> that somebody makes plans with announcers on TV and it doesn't go out with them.
1: Look, you know, you know, okay, so I'm going to say this now. Uh, we talked last episode. We talked about this, and we and we kind of brushed on it again already. But the, tonight, if, if if anything else, if you can take nothing away, take anything away rather, the WCW announcers on this particular pay per view were working. They
0: were. Everybody had to work now, whether they were in the right frame of mind or not is debatable. Yeah, but I
1: mean, Shivani, Heenan, Oakland—they were putting in work. They put even Bischoff when he showed up for five seconds, which is always weird to see him. Yeah, not heal. Yeah,
0: yeah, uh, the young Ernest babyface Eric yeah. Bischoff never, never bought it—not for a second.
1: But we're uh, Gene
0: says Mark Barry, you can leave now after working his ass off. This is where we're not done with Gene Oakland by by a long shot. He shows up a few times. We cut back to the to the announcers who plug more monster trucks. Oh, and by the way, there's a world title match, too. We should mm-hmm. get to the point where they're saying is that at some point in the show, we've seen them in the monster trucks already, the Giant and Hulk Hogan. They are going to wrestle a sumo match in monster trucks.
1: Which just on the pointlessly.
0: Roof for no damn reason. That makes no sense. Absolutely no sense. But moving on, because trust me, that's the least of your fucking problems right now. Then after that, they're gonna go back down into the arena and then wrestle each other mm-hmm. for the World Heavyweight Championship. Whatever. Moving along, <laughs> but there's that's the announcers. They're hyping it. We don't care. Our next match scheduled for One Fall. Thank God. Uh, and thank God only One Fall is going to feature Road
1: Warrior Hawk. Yes. Versus Kurosawa. Kurosawa. Yeah. Um, that is my first and only. Match I've ever seen with Kurosawa. Uh, Manabu Nakanishi, Manabu Nakanishi, excuse me, from New Japan. Okay. Uh,
0: I don't know for any of our God seriously. I do not say any of our fans who are familiar with 2011 New Japan, which is that's very specific. It's me, right? And it's just calling it a I call it a spade a spade, right? Uh, it's me. So if there's someone else who's wandered on here that watched New Japan in 2011 and 2012, then you'll know who it is. But he was partners of and Yuji Nagata and the Blue Justice faction in that era of New Japan and when New Japan started to break out okay. right, and become its whole thing. It's when Nakamura turned heel and became the Nakamura that got him signed by WWE in that okay. whole era. Finn Balor, P- Prince Devitt was really coming into his own it was pre-Bullet Club, pre-Bullet Club. Uh, but that was – so that you may recognize him, but just like a lot of Kurosawa, like a lot of guys from this era – they would cut their teeth in the United States 10 years at least before they ever became anything big in Japan. Because mm. Japan would train you as a young boy. Then they'd send you off to Japan, to Mexico and the United States, get your seasoning, mm-hmm. then come back to All Japan or Person Noah, as it would be later, New Japan, Big Japan. And then you'd be off, and then you'd be uh, a, a foreign season star. Yeah. This happened for all of them. And this, this was during Nakanishi's foreign seasoning. If okay. You will. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, but the whole build-up to the match involves uh, that Kurosawa and Hawk were in tag matches against each other. Uh, Hawk wins. Kurosawa is... Uh, Hawk was teamed with Sting, but I can't quite remember who Kurosawa was uh, was with. So is with. this,
1: like... Is, is Animal injured? Uh,
0: I think at this point he's, like, broken neck or broken back. Uh, probably... I don't think he ever comes back to WCW. I think Hawk leaves. They let Animal out of his contract and they show back up his... Uh, LOD
1: 2000. It's so strange seeing Hawk not in a tag match.
0: It happened a lot in WCW, which is weird because, like, I, and and they would, they never let it happen with Vince. Mm -hmm. And they never, you know, like, you don't really think about him like that, but it happened a lot in WCW. It happened almost exclusively in Japan. They they very rarely wrestled together. It's so odd. One one than the other because the branding for them was strong enough that you didn't need the team. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, Kurosawa attacks Hawk after a match and does, like, a really cool, uh, Post match arm snap on Hawk, and Hawk sells it like a boss.
1: Uh, this what? match is three minutes, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Only. Yeah, only three minutes. So Hawk sells it like a boss, and instantly this match has more heat than any match on the show, because of the because of the the po- pre match attack and how well Hawk s- sells it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hawk comes out for this match, which is based around being attacked and having his arm snapped, and he comes out showing no sign of an nope. arm injury. Nope. <laughs> yeah, made the match feel meaningless. No, absolutely was meaningless, uh, because immediately he starts throwing these big ham haws, these men are beating the shit out of each other. But starts throwing big blocks. Like, okay, so why was the arm snap? Which, by the way, was two months ago, a big thing for you.
1: Yeah, if you're not gonna even bother to sell it. At one point, actually, uh, one of the I think it was Heenan might have said one of the I think what has had have been Heenan was calling out Hawk for showing no signs of injury. And Savanna said, "Well, that was two months ago." And I was like, "Well, I mean, but still."
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, my when wife was moving something in the house and felt a tear or pull in her upper right chest where her arm meets. It's been a year, hmm. and she still whinges about it. Right? I bet. And I know I've seen this woman give birth. She's tougher than hot. Right. okay so I mean <laughs> come on man sell that shit right break it right. 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 easy tell a story yeah so yeah, do something you you had all the the thing in the world and if you're gonna shit can it the way you shit can the finish here that's fine but I mean you had all the chance in the world to have an excuse why the match was three minutes
1: so I, and it, interestingly enough for mm-hmm. me the best part of the whole match was not Hawk uh, it wasn't Kurosawa it was it was Colonel Par- Parker oh yeah Parker but this, Robert, mother- Robert, this dude Robert is Fuller. just exasperated all the time and I love it oh uh, yeah He's just like, oh my yeah. lord. He's always sweaty. He's yes. always just a little, just, just, he's just exasperated all like, the time. Yes. Yes. If you just I love t- it. Oh man, it's fantastic. No, I do, I do declare.
0: <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn was a wrestling character. <laughs> be, so, I say, I say, I say,
1: <laughs> Harlem Heat is the tag team of the future. Yeah, that's right, man. Like, I, it, but that was just like, he to me, he was the highlight of the whole thing. Oh yeah. Uh, actually, I would give you
0: that, except Heenan has the best line in yeah.
1: here. Uh,
0: so Hawk chops Kurosawa, so big, uh, and then Heenan says the line that sounded like a fat girl sitting on a beanbag. Shit! Yeah, he drops that line. Okay. And then Shivani l- breaks. It breaks Shivani. He's like, <laughs> ah, ah, fans, you never know what you're gonna. It's like he's like you can tell he was completely off caught off guard by that. So I wrote that. I paused it and wrote that line. <laughs> but anyway, so injured arm. Hawk no sells a shoulder pot spot to the uh, a post spot to the shoulder and immediately goes back to work on the heel. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Parker gets involved. He takes a bump. Uh, there's some heat by Kurosawa. Uh, he hits some big moves and he goes for a cover with his feet on a rope uh, and completely on un- a lame duck. Just randomly, a random heel spot. Three minutes in, Parker holds the feet, and that's enough to beat. The fucking road warrior.
1: Yeah. Again, an, a, another match where the, the finish is super soft and it just was like, Oh, is that it? Yeah, even oh. Heenan was despondent during his uh, his recap.
0: He's like, Huh, this happened. <laughs> and then that happened. I don't know. You're winner. The match Our is ourself. over. him. <laughs> so uh I don't know how you felt the match, but I got my rating
1: is three fourths of a beanbag out of five. Okay. That's that's generous. Yeah. Uh, so now we get one of the singular most awkward promos i've ever witnessed
0: oh my god this is amazing
1: it was it was not amazing it's it was, amazing for for all the right reasons man it was savage and okralin normally normally there's the it goes well but it was so long it just got off the rails man oh okay yes i
0: have i i have developed my own personal conspiracy theory about this so let's let's step the, the listener through it so, you mean jeans back in the same corner of the same locker room that everyone gets in the set. Yeah, right? And he's trying to recap the Luger Savage storyline. Yeah, which and still doesn't make any sense. It still makes no sense, but we've got I've deduced from this hardcore the Luger has to beat Meng to make it the Savage. <laughs> For which, what? By reason? the way, what which, which which? By the way, in the all-time history of shit draws of luck,
1: <laughs> you went, now you know where you're Okay, you see
0: Savage? He's like, all right. Oh, wrestle Savage you wrestle twice too. Oh, he's fucking Brutus Beefcase. Who am I gonna get? <laughs>
1: Ming. Ming, You're
0: like, oh shit, I gotta get some sleep. tonight. I, I, get, I Like, <laughs> uh, could you dip me in bronze? Cause <laughs> it's, I, I, it's just... Somebody give me a gun. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. They're still not going to help. No. You don't got enough bullets for me. No. So no, so that's that's what I deduced there. But then, of course, he calls in, he being Ogreland, mm-hmm. calls in Randy Savage to get his thoughts. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and and now, and immediately, I have it on my notes that it takes Randy Savage three seconds to take the piss out of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> it doesn't take <laughs> long. No. Hulk Hogan, yeah. And it gets in there. They so don't even talk about Hogan. That feud was six years ago. You're supposed to be buddies now. You're going to come out to help them later. <laughs> Man, they are not friends. So then Sa- then Gene Oakland tries to steer Randy Savage back on course. Mm-hmm. And Randy Savage quips back by yelling, Your mustache is crooked. <laughs> <I can't tell. laughs> That's when it got so weird. It gets, it. So the whole thing gets weird. And then Gene Oakland quips back, Well, your beard is a little <laughs> sideways.
1: And Savage gives him like a, oh, touche. <laughs> like, What the fuck? is that <laughs> like what's going on what are we here? talking about like who's directing this whole fucking thing they tell them to wrap it the fuck up yeah so so the gene goes on and on about him they they, it's
0: not the end of the segment because he starts digging into it, it's like i'm not gonna stand here and be assaulted and have my facial hair and, and then savage starts going he's like you good and they're, they're, they're just now two grown men <laughs> screaming <laughs> at each other about nothing Oh my and God. then gene Okerlund stops and says how do we <laughs> How did we get into this? How did we
1: get to this point, and then
0: Savage just says, "That's okay, man." <laughs> like, like that's they make peace.
1: Like, yeah. and then seriously, then we're back onto it. Yeah, like I, I just like sat going, what. Is happening with them? Just two people. Just there's just so much history
0: that they just started fighting <laughs> legitimately with each other yeah. on national pay per view and live. Then, and here's the thing: Gene tries to get Savage to put over the monster trucks, and, and Savage, Savage does not give about none it. None of that. Nothing. He dances around because he's a fucking pro, <laughs> yes. and it's monster trucks. And he
1: understands it's all bullshit, and he's and he's
0: and he's, As soon as he realizes that that's what they're talking about, he fucks right out of there mm-hmm. mm, I love this segment just because it's like I, we've all had conversations like that like you walked in on the middle of an inside joke and these people go with it for a while and now they're getting hot at each other That that's what happened We're, we just caught it on pay-per-view
1: <laughs> it was really it was just awkward, as it, was it, was, I I awkward it was incredible I say awkward say it's incredible
0: there's yeah. some really why, and there's, like, there's some what the fuck moments on this show then there's like the granddaddy of what the fuck moments happen on this show then there's moments that happen on this show that, under a normal show, they would be what-the-fuck moments. But here, they're almost, like, playfully terrible. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah, and that's one of them. You're like, okay, that is not a good wrestling segment by any stretch of the imagination, for anybody. But on a show filled with terrible things that I never want to watch again, uh-huh. that might be a terrible thing that I would watch again. I wouldn't. No, I absolutely—I feel like I'm going to a <laughs> So well, you must just crooked like. What it? He just took your boots lopsided
1: like. Well, fuck. <laughs> <All laughs> They're taking right. shots at each other here. Uh, so next up, oh god. So this match, uh, Sabu with the Sheik, the original Sheik, the original Sheik, the only Sheik that matters, I guess. Yes. Uh, is fighting Mr. JL, Mr. Jerry Lynn. Ugh. And let me. Okay, so about three minutes and twenty-five seconds. Right. This is a match that could have benefited an extra five minutes. Easily, yeah. Because my problem with this match is mm. that they fuck did a lot, a l- too much in that three minutes. They could have, t- we could have benefited moments of just them selling. So, yeah, they could have sold anything, right? That, that's that's my big, that's
0: one of my big problems with this match. I think this match had more time when they were putting it together. First of all. It's really exciting to know that in 95, unannounced on a pay-per-view, is Sabu versus Jerry Lynn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and you're like, okay. It's kind of a big deal, if you're you like, think about it. Yeah, you're like, okay, sweet. Oh my god, that's that's fucking Mr. JL, that's Jerry Lynn, who's he wrestling? And then Sabu comes out with the Sheik. You're like, oh shit. Who has a fucking sword with oh, him? Oh, yeah, oh it's in caps, the Sheik has a sword. Why does he have a sword? Fuck if I know. Who armed this man? Uh, but I bet you they have more time, and they start cutting stuff out. And they cut a lot of this, like, oh, okay, I'll sell this for a minute, and then you'll do this, and then we'll build up to this, and then maybe the Sheik will get involved, and maybe we'll kind of yeah. get up to it. And they, and they cut stuff out, like, okay, we'll keep these spots. They didn't realize that every one of the spots that they had was just a moonsault. <laughs> There's a lot of There's most, the, most of the offense in this match is somebody backflipping onto the other one. <laughs> yep. That's a moonsault. Yep. What the fuck? It was just It was just a lot happening. Okay, so things that weren't thought out. Both guys are in purple. Okay, <laughs> I noticed that about like, Ah, two guys wearing purple. That could literally—you tell me—neither one of them had a different color tights that they brought to they brought to a pay per view with them, right? Uh, yeah. Sabu jump starts it weird. to Go hot. Most probably because they got their time cut, mm-hmm. and he goes up with a. But instead of jumping on Jerry Lynn and getting the heat on him, he knocks. <laughs> yeah. No, he he keeps feeding him a foot for an enziguri. You notice that? Sabu like kicks him and holds his feet there. He's like, grab my foot. Grab my foot. Like who the fuck starts a jump start with on it excuse me, with an Enziguri. Sabu. So Sabu tries and ends up eating an Enziguri from from Jerry Lynn. And did you catch this? That Sabu gets Enziguri down of the ring. We're talking about the bell is just wrong. We're eight seconds into the match. Yeah. But Sabu forgets already, having just ran out of the ring that the steps are on the side of the ring and <laughs> rolls down the steps. Oh, I, oh yeah,
1: yeah, 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 I did. I did and I did,
0: now did. he's not in position for Jerry Lynn to baseball slide, who just kind of poofs him, like, on the side. And Sabu's too busy reeling from legit falling down steps <laughs> to sell it, so he just shitkins Jerry Lynn into a,
1: a railing. That's how our hot start happens. This match, moment. you know, okay, so this whole match, so yeah. much happened in it that I, I didn't take it many notes. Cause it was just so much going on. So much going on in three minutes. I had to keep. I would have to keep pausing to like write my thoughts down and going Mm -hmm. rewinding back. But watching it, you know what it? You know, I'm gonna put my fucking notebook down for this. Yeah. You know what this fucking match felt like while I was watching it? What? It felt like watching us playing a wrestling video game. Yep. That's a hundred. There was nothing to it other than not even a modern one. Yeah, it's like
0: an old one. Like move, 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 move. That's all it was. Because
1: at the end, I'm like, I feel like I just watched a real life wrestling video game. Like somebody was controlling them the entire time. Yeah. Because it, it was just... No one sold. They just did things until they could grab each other. They did things until it was time for the finish. Yeah, it's...
0: And it's, the Sheik had a sword. So, <laughs> so, so, the Sheik has a sword. And I cannot possibly stress that this bat has no bearing in the match. Other than, oh, wait, oh, wait. In the beginning of the match... So, I I could step you through the entirety of this match. But I want to bring it up into the beginning. So, the aforementioned Enziguri to outside. Mm-hmm. Sabu hits the steps, forgets the seller kick. Shit cans Jerry Lynn into the railing. Then Jerry Lynn gets his offense fired back. Sabu cuts him off and then does a moonsault, first one of the match, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, from the out from the ring apron to the outside. And for some reason that I cannot possibly understand, the sheik holding <laughs> a sword decides just to bump for it. Like yep. he, th- he intentionally walks in the way. So that he gets bumped. And now now she, this indestructible madman, with a fucking blade. Oh, the
1: big-ass sword. Sword
0: just bumps in the IOA next to Jerry Lynn for no reason. Mm-mm. They don't mention it. So he takes the bump. Again, it's like watching people play wrestling videos. Yeah, there. like why? Why? So so he hits the sheik for the, that's that's when I noticed the sheik had a sword. Really, was at that moment. That's the first thing I know. <laughs> "It's like, a kind of fucking sword. Well, I was so jazzed for the, for Jerry Lynn versus Sabu. How naive I was! But so jazzed for this match to happen that I didn't even really care. I'm like, oh my god, Ed Farhat! And then pff, moving on, I didn't care that the sheik was out there with a fucking eighteen-inch <laughs> blade. <laughs> uh, so so this match, I have okay, here is the offense in the match. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. All of the offense in the match for the first minute and a half. Enzigiri. Dive. 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 Dive dive that's reversed into a powerbomb. That's the first minute and a half. That's literally Jeez. what it is. They keep reversing each other and then climbing up the top rope. They're like, this is the definition of getting your flippy shit in. This match was ahead of its time by years as just going out there and doing the high spots just to get, make sure you get it in, Yeah, but not in the good way. It was just, that's all they did. I mean, yeah. There was it, no meaning to any of it. It, had, it made zero sense. Yeah. I, I had six moon salts in three minutes. The finish... The first major offensive move in a match is a moonsault, and the finish is a moonsault. Done by the same guy. Fuck. Who do you, uh, Sabu won, right? Sabu wins yeah. with the split-legged moonsault. That's off the right.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But then the moment we're going to uh, talk about here, uh, for, and here's my thing. I think the Sheik went into business. I think those three didn't bother to smarten anybody up to there. I think the match probably had a longer time, and the finish involved that fire. But the I, sheik, I feel real
1: confident in that. Yeah,
0: and that the sheik just decided he's coming to Detroit, a, a town he ran roughshod over for decades. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was going to throw fire in Detroit on this night. or not. <laughs> somebody. To <laughs> and so he's like, "When you're on the ground, I'm just going to throw fire at you." And what what are you, Jerry Lederman, in 1995 You're going to tell the
1: original sheik no? And uh, probably not. No, nobody would, because he's got a fucking sword. Yeah, he walked into the building with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's just a, that's the sword he came with. It's not even his working sword. That sword's called Mabel. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? He's named that fucker. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's funny. because Of course, also, it's funny because a sable is actually another name for a sword. So it could be Mabel the Man. Sable. Look at that. How about,
1: how about that? Anyway, so he throws fire, <laughs> yeah. and none of the cameras catch it. Oh, my God in heaven. So, Art, so, we talked about this uh, before we recorded. My theory is it was WCW doing what WCW does and not knowing what one hand is doing to the other hand, basically. And they just totally fucking missed it. You think it's a little different, which I I think is valid. I
0: think the Sheik was not going to scrap that spot. I don't even think... First of all, that's fucking Kevin Sullivan is booking. The Sheik in Kevin Sullivan... Kevin Sullivan's like his idol's the Sheik in those kinds of heels, right? I'm I'm going to throw fire, and Kevin Sullivan's like, brother, you do whatever you want. We throw lots of fire down in Florida. (laughs) Florida. Florida. But no, regardless, he's going to do it, and uh, the Sheik just didn't tell anyone to change the spot. They probably didn't care, so we me sit over those moving things. They have a monster truck match going on later. Who's going to monitor? I just I, I, just can't believe that if anyone, and remotely, would have even had a wide shot active in the <laughs> building at that time. But no, uh, and then Heenan, it's like, he just threw a fireball <laughs> at the guy. How do you even throw fire? There yes. and Shimani realizing that they missed it wants to go past it and He then's like, No. I don't wanna see that again And that would be a theme for the for the show. Shivani's trying to move on, and Heenan's like, "No, <laughs> I'm digging
1: my heels in. We're stopping here." Yeah, 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 pretty much. God damn it! But yeah, that match. What's your, what do you rate this match? I give it uh, half a moonsault out <laughs> of five. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go fireball, but moonsaults better. No, the moonsaults are better. Half, and that's a shame because it could have been so much better. Half a moonsault. Like I that said, match could probably did happen four years
0: later, and it's incredible. Yeah. Three years later, it's incredible. But, but yeah, they could have they benefited
1: are, like a lot of... The matches that got a lot of time did not need that much time, and the matches that didn't get a lot of time needed that much time. Oh, desperately needed it. Yeah, it's really interesting how that worked out. Desperately, uh, desperately. So we we go to um, what well, is probably the most insulting thing I've seen, really, up until this point. Before we do, before oh, we do, yeah.
0: we throw to the announcers, who put that over a Sabu's first big pay-per-view win. Mm-hmm. Right, and then they, uh, so they also talk about that. This is Summer has seen the debut of the giant, uh, and Heenan does an incredible job. I made it a point, and Heenan does an incredible job at putting over the giant in these segments. For as goofy as all this shit is, uh, Heenan is really just kind of trying to knock it out of the park as best as he possibly can. And now they're going to take us to whatever the fuck a master's lair is.
1: You know, <laughs> I. <laughs> All right, look. I didn't watch WSW a lot back then. The notebook is down. There's a and, and there are, and I'm glad that I didn't, uh, because shit like this. All right, and look, like oh, you're a WWE, you're the Undertaker, and blah blah blah. Like, look, look, yeah, I get it, right? The Dead Man fought a fucking copy of himself at one SummerSlam. Yeah, I get it, right? I yeah, it don't make any fucking sense. No, but it was done well. An Irish Whip doesn't make any sense, but you don't yeah. have to think about that. like if I throw you against the ropes, are you gonna bounce off and come right back at me? What is a fucking no. cartoon? Who the fuck's gonna actually do that in a real fight? I just no feel, one. Like, I feel like somebody sitting in a movie
0: theater in the 40s and they look up at Tom and Jerry doing their thing and someone's like, I got a fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fight like these guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like, you gotta suspend disbelief with wrestling and I yeah. get that. So, like, some of the worst in, cons- in concept, some of the most weird and awkward and corny conceptual things that the WWE has ever done. When they do it, because they're a fucking powerhouse when it comes to production. Yeah, they make it look good. At least, I mean, the
0: boogeyman is not anything you want to talk positively about. But, but it, you know it, what? It, it was done than well. Any of this. But it was yeah. done well. Looked way better than any but
1: of this. But this shit, that thing with the master and the taskmaster, that awkward, awkward promo. Oh, it
0: was super awkward for a lot of reasons.
1: For so my son, I, I, he might have said that seventeen
0: times. Oh yeah. So so King Curtis, the master. Yeah. right? Uh, a, a cla- again. A, King Curtis is like the unspoken f- part of the original Sheik and Abdullah the Butcher. Mm-hmm. There was Curtis Ikea, right? And mm-hmm. he's King Curtis, and he was the uh, the, the madman from the islands, right? Mm-hmm. So, he yeah, had the uh, Butcher was from South Sudan, the the Sheik was from the Middle East, and uh, King Curtis was from Polynesia, and they were all butchers. And then with all the Samoans, there's all your, your foreign stereotyping gimmicks that are hardcore wrestlers. Right. right? So, that was that's where the Master is from. And I, I have respect for what King Curtis has done. And I know Kevin Sullivan idolizes King Curtis. I did not understand most of what the fuck King Curtis said on here. I legitimately couldn't. I couldn't hear it. I only heard Destroy Hulkamania and Detroit. And my son. And my son. My yes. son! So he does that shit. And, but I also can't help but notice from the minute that the camera cuts to these two, Sullivan looks, is looking distracted. He's watching something. Sullivan's like looking over at yeah. something the whole time. He's the booker. He's also like the focal head of the dungeon and D- doom. He doesn't say like anything the entire show. Yeah. And here's a part—well, he, he, he says this—he has a little monologue at the end of this. But, like, what the fuck is he doing? He just keeps—I'm trying to listen and pay attention to what King Curtis is saying, and I'm having a hard time with the voice. And then I just see Sullivan, like, watch—he's—I'm watching Sullivan watch something off-screen that is far more interesting.
1: I noticed a couple times Sullivan looked like he wanted to bust out laughing at the dumbass shit that Curtis was saying. <laughs> I'm like, it— it, it, oh, dude, it felt so B-rate, B-rated movie. Oh, it was it was like a matinee in the 50s. It felt so Traumaville, but not in a good way. No. It no. felt, it, and I'm just sitting there, and, I'm, and I watched it twice because I was like, well, let me go back and watch that again. Maybe there's something to this that maybe I didn't vibe with because I didn't expect it. Maybe because I felt like it was a little jarring at first because this is, that was the very first time I'd seen the Master. Yeah. I'd never seen him before. You've never seen any of the Dungeon and no, Doom stuff before. No. No, and now here's the thing. I knew who the Dungeon of Doom was. Mm-hmm. Actually, when we were, me and my buddies were little kids. We played, like, wrestling. We, like, fight each other, you know? Yeah. I always had a couple buddies who pretend they were in the Dungeon of Doom. And, like, I knew, like, who the Taskmaster was. and who the Bing and the Barbarian. I knew, but yeah. I didn't know who they were. Fun fact, when I, this is no dig at Kevin Sullivan, but goddamn, come on, seriously. First time I saw Kevin Sullivan, like, that I actively remember it, I yeah. thought, I thought he was a rib on Hulk Hogan. Ha! <laughs>
0: as a little I'm is he, a kid is he wore red and yellow
1: yeah the hair the hair the facial hair he just looked like a small mockery version of Hulk Hogan and yeah. then I realized that that wasn't the case no
0: he's trying he's trying his hardest he's trying his damnedest
1: no so
0: first of all I'm really surprised that that's the, your first time seeing the dungeon
1: no I event. mean I'd seen the dungeon of doom before yeah as a kid but with Curtis I'd in, never in those, those seen segments. him before never so, once yeah so first of all there's
0: two ways to break this down, and then it's it's it. It's, I, I can't possibly wrap my head around this correctly. And help me out here. One is so WCW for years during the NWA era when the Horsemen were on their run, mm-hmm. and Flair and Steamboat and Barry Windham were tearing it down, and Sting was breaking in. That the that the main
1: criticism
0: of the WWF was that it was too cartoony. Yeah. And so WCW gets Hogan and decides their own version of cartoony, and it is far more hokey and cartoony than anything Vince had ever done. Yes. And so in doing this hokey cartoony shit, Kevin Sullivan, who's already a fine mouthpiece, mouthpiece, not the best, decides he needs more non-bumping Mouthpiece power. Someone who's never going to take a bump for Hogan, right? (laughs) Yeah,
1: because he, yeah, Master's not. And
0: and of all the guys that are going to, that he's going to get, why do you get somebody that I don't understand what the fuck they're saying?
1: It was like, an outtake from the original Conan and the Barbarian. It was bad. It was this a the, weird. The Wilt
0: Chamberlain's role to this guy. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was just such a. It was just the whole thing was just badly done. It was really bad uh, and didn't need to happen. And it lasted way too long. It
0: did. Sullivan gets on the mic after Curtis des- uh, promises to uh, to destroy Hulkamania, uh, and he says he has an insurance policy that's from the bones of Evermore or some shit. Whatever is going on, but that's not Sullivan again. Still distracted looking. Then the announcers pop back on, and they spoil the fact that, oh, he's talking about the Yeti. We haven't really mentioned
1: that yet. Well,
0: because they haven't mentioned it until right now. That apparently, we don't see it until later in the show, Yeah. but we're told that on WCW WCW Monday Night Show, at the end of the last episode, on Monday night, there was a giant block
1: of ice. (laughs) There's so many things with this that don't even line the fuck up. (laughs) That the Dungeon of Doom... and. To ensure that
0: Hulk Hogan gets destroyed. It's <laughs> destroyed. Like the fucking Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Brings a giant fucking block of ice to a pro wrestling show. And then at the end of the pro wrestling show, it explodes. Yep. A block of ice. Explodes. Who knows what was inside it? We'll find out tonight is what we're finding out. Oh, so, my God.
1: I don't know about you. Oh, my God. But my ignorant american knowledge of the word yeti is um a, a large hairy potentially ape-like hominid something man creature thing a snow sasquatch right a snow sasquatch yeah. yeah it it is in fact a bigfoot but from in the himalayas from yeah. another part of the world yeah. right so that's what i was thought in theory then a block of ice Make some weird level of sense in a way. Okay,
0: yeah, it's not Brandon, C- uh, Brandon Fraser and Encino man. We got in there. No. So you're promising, which would have something-
1: been infinitely cooler, actually. Yeah. So you're
0: promising something to come from this block of ice. Yeah, but we're not gonna but-
1: get to that yet. But let's it's no. there. No,
0: no, man. So but you much- know, Bobby Heenan sells. Bobby Again, was like, I didn't stick around to see what he, came out of that block of ice. His fear I was, was great.
1: He was so scared of that
0: idea. Oh, by the way, I have to make a note. Uh, after the whole Kevin sullivan curtis dungeon of Doom pro- uh, promo, uh, Tony Schiavone had his first response after <laughs> Sullivan shuts up his... Well, there it is! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's like, like okay. He's like, she's like scrambling through his notes to look, see. Look,
1: you're Tony Schiavone, brother. You've been in this game for a long time at this point, for over ten years plus. You've seen a lot. You 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 saw a lot. You were at the height of the Horsemen. You're at the height of rock and wrestling and the Hulkamania and the WWF. And then you see this shit. You're a professional. Yeah. You have some fucking pride. What do you even yeah. say to that outside of? Well, there it is. Well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What time does the bank open? Yeah, <laughs> like
1: so. Okay, next. Uh, what do we got next? Well, actually, what we got next. What we have next. Oh, do we have to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this.
0: I have a couple of notes. So fans, apparently not mentioned anywhere. Uh, by the way, well, last last comment. Uh, Heenan accused Kevin Sullivan of frothing. I mean, he, there was a little bit of dribble. Yeah, he's, he literally says, he's frothing. That's the last thing we hear Frothing he didn't at say. the mouth at the Bef- thought before of we hurting. Cut, cut back to Mean Jean, who takes us
1: back live with Hulk Hogan. Dude, hold on. You know what you don't do at a major pay-per-view like Halloween Havoc? What? Go from one segment like that to another one. yeah what this the is,
0: fuck? This is the rare double feature of unforgettably terrible backstage you don't
1: go promotion. you don't do two backstage segments like that no. back to back like
0: you just got done with these heels talking about how they're going to tear your beloved babyface apart and end him Dude. and then you cut to the beloved babyface hawking a motorcycle and and
1: making fun <laughs> of people like like we're talking i want to put this in perspective that that whole thing with the master and taskmaster yeah. the whole fucking thing was so overly serious Like, it took itself so seriously. Oh, man, yeah. It was as if it was like watching, like, the Shredder tell, you know, Bebop and Rock's fucking steady to go destroy the Turtles. Yes. Like, it it felt like they wanted to not only end Hogan's career, they wanted to actually destroy him. And by destroy, I mean kill. Yeah. There's a
0: lot of murderous overtones well, on this paper. It is Halloween
1: havoc. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Emphasis on the havoc. So okay, yeah, so so yeah, so so then we're treated to let me just, just say what describe it as. Apparently, there was some sort of motorcycle contest, and now we've cut from that fucking debacle backstage to Hulk Hogan, mean Gene Okerlund, Jimmy Hart are now live with these contest winners and the people that built the bike to, in the most only way, awkwardly give somebody a motorcycle that they've won.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, God, this segment. This segment. I didn't time it, but that also went way too long. Way too long.
0: It could have went on forever. You know why? Because it was the first time all night that Hogan was in front of the camera. Mm. so it was gonna go and he got every possible inside reference to motorcycling like oh yeah Hulk that's gonna get you over yeah <laughs> so who knows what a Jibby stick is I don't even know if that's what he says but it sounds like someone who thinks they know a lot about motorcycle would say yeah brother when you're going down the highway and you grab your jimmy stick and you crutch it into the ramrod, rod and then you pull a Yui <laughs> up you, on the highway you get, ar-
1: you get arrested for stuff like <laughs> that In <laughs> De- decent exposure then you're not allowed so, within 500 yards of school this Hogan here is all black this is
0: basically Hollywood Hogan before he figured out how no to No mustache,
1: work. and it was fucking weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll it, talk about that in the build up to that match. But yeah, no mustache. He's missing the neck brace that was in a lot of the promo build mm-hmm. up, which was my version of him. He very Vince in a steroid trial look, walking around with that. It neck really brace. was.
1: Uh, actually, you know, and and I've I mentioned a couple of times like, oh, I didn't watch a lot of WCW. My earliest, here we go. My earliest WCW memories are of Hogan and the neck brace. Wow. That's like what I remember vividly the, the most, most it, and Hogan and that the when I brace. first started yeah. really watching WCW was that. And so like, because I, I remember when we were talking about it, I was like, oh, he had the neck brace, right? I remember something like that because the giant had broken his neck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, with the neck snap that would keep popping up in the build up to this. But so Hogan is here to give away this custom Harley Davidson to a guy and his girlfriend that look like they want to be fucking anywhere else. Oh my god, yeah. Anywhere else than uh, than where they are accepting this. And Hogan's trying his best to milk this thing as much TV time, as much Harley Davidson quote-unquote street rep as he can. And it is not going well. The... No one's given him anything. And Gene Oakland's like, moving around. was like, hey, let me, let me acknowledge your your, your, your beautiful fiance to do you. Here, a contest winner. What are you going to do? All right. How about the guy that built the bike? All right. What yeah, about your wife? He's, he's like, you know what? Shit over Holster, with. fill us in. He's
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what are you going to do? We're going to ride it back home.
0: We're going to rip it at gym and all the way down from Alabama Yeah,
1: Yeah, they were from Alabama. That's it's, right.
0: Uh, it was very bo- – His guy sounded like Bobby Eaton. Like, cutting of promo. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit.
1: Bobby Eaton win that motorcycle. <laughs> Good for you, Bobby. Okay. <laughs> You get oh yourself a free ride at Hulk Hogan's. Yeah, that expense. whole segment was again yet another point. If this was if this happened now, it'd have been a uh segment. Oh yeah. <laughs> it'd have been on their
0: Twitter feed. Oh yeah, it would have been live, yeah. It would have been on their YouTube channel. pre recorded. Pre-recorded. So there's so much denim and so many mullets. Uh but here's here's the big takeaway from this. Uh besides the fact that the segment would never end. Yeah. Uh so earlier in the show, we saw Hogan and the giant on the roof testing their monster trucks. Mm-hmm. Then they cut back down here so many minutes later, and Hogan is down here. Yeah. After they, so we're led to believe that they were up there, but now they're back down. Then they're gonna go back up there, and then they're gonna come back down. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what. So Hogan's down here talking about how his big monster truck clanging and banging mm-hmm. or whatever he's doing. So it just really kind of bothered me that like, so why show them upstairs? If they're uh, up on the roof practicing monster trucks, if we're supposed to pretend that they haven't gone near each other with the monster trucks yet. We just fucking saw it. It opened up the show. WCW, will WCW all over the place. Oh, man, they they just consistent. That's one thing consistent about WCW. They WCW. (laughs) Yes. All the time. So, I am going to be unpopular right now. Yeah. But a realistic person. Yeah. I think today's the day. For what? I think we gotta go three parts.
1: I fucking knew that was coming. Well, we're, I mean, we are, yeah.
0: Our wives are gonna be mad at us for this, but we, we're we not done. I'm not stopping. No, we still gotta, we <laughs> still got quite a bit we to We can't, now we've, we've we we shoothorn ourselves because we can't do like a one hour part one and then a 3 hour part 2 <laughs> that doesn't That's make a great any sense debate. we got to be consistent with our messaging here yeah. the only question is do we avoid a part 4
1: <laughs> look at this pace i'm not 100% sure oh my god my wife's like how long
0: is it going to take today and i was like oh we're getting started early can't be that long well uh... shit
1: uh... well listen how about this folks join us with part 3 of halloween havoc next we we know five. we're going to
0: come back <laughs> All
1: right. So just
0: just hang in there with us. Your your podcast service will play this momentarily. Yes. I promise. But we'll be back. Thanks for hanging out here. And nothing good. That's right.